Aloha, welcome to Succeed with Soul. I'm Natasha Lindor, your guide to gathering the courage to be who you really are. Get ready to lead, love, and live on your terms. Happy New Year! Or as you'll hear in Hawaii, Haoli Makahiki Ho. Aren't you excited that we're in this new year? I mean, you get to create New Year's resolutions, you get to go to the gym more, lose weight, start a new job, make all those changes everyone says you need to make to be successful in this new year. No, of course you're not excited about it because New Year's resolutions don't work. Why? Because they are fake goals. So this year, let's say farewell to fake goals and make room for fulfillment. So what is a fake goal? Fake goals are fear-based goals that appeal to your logic. They're the goals that your brain reads and they're like, oh yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, I should do that. You know, you read an article and it says successful people do these five things. And so then you think, okay, I should do those five things. So let me figure out how to make those five things happen. And that's a mistake because fake goals don't take into account the three types of intelligence. And remember, when you have the three types of intelligence applied to anything that you're doing, you're always going to have the most amount of fulfillment, the most amount of ease and success. So the three types of intelligence are your logical intelligence, so things that appeal to the mind the logical information. You have your emotional intelligence, and this is how something makes you feel, how you feel about others, how others feel about you, taking into other people's feelings into the equation. And then intuitive intelligence, and that's knowing something without knowing how you know it. It's that gut feeling like, yeah, that's totally for me, or I'm so excited about it. You don't know where it came from, but it's that feeling, that knowingness. So instead of fake goals this year, I want you to infuse more of you into your year. Now, what does that mean? I mean, what do you really want? What are your hopes and dreams? Not what other people are telling you or the things that you feel like you should do or the things that your rational mind is saying, yes, we should do this. It makes logical sense. I'm talking about the stuff that really lights you up. Because that's where you're going to have the most amount of fulfillment. But let me tell you, even though I'm saying this now, I have plenty of times when that hasn't been the case. I remember when I had come back from Dubai and I, it was around New Year's Eve time and, you know, all my friends were going out to New Year's Eve parties, some big parties where you get dressed up. And I was super jet lagged. You know, I was on multiple different time zone and really draining. But I really wanted to meet, I was single at the time, so I wanted to meet some awesome guys, some like mindful, grounded type of guys. So I decided I came across this yoga class, which is Bikram yoga class. 
New Year's celebration. And if you're not familiar with Bikram yoga, it is hot yoga. So the temperature in the room is like 105 degrees and you do 26 poses in 90 minutes. And I figured, okay, cool. I'll sweat out the old year and clean things out and be ready for the new year. And there was like a little party celebration afterwards. And I thought it would be a really fun way to go about the new year. So I had visions of meeting Mr. Wonderful, that we would connect during the little social party afterwards, and I'd have the best year ever. So I got dressed, dragged myself to this class, and 20 minutes into the class, I started to feel so dizzy. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I what if I, you know, like I literally was kind of freaking out. And so I was like, okay, let me get out and get some air. So I walk out of the room. I leave my mat there, every all my stuff there. And I try to go outside to get some air, but the front door is locked. And it was a small studio. So the people that were working the front desk were in the class. So there wasn't anyone else in the front and the door was locked. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So I went out the back door of the fire escape door and didn't have my coat. I'm in Chicago at this point. It's if you haven't been in Chicago, if you haven't been to Chicago in December, it's cold. And I'm in my yoga clothes, just coming out of this 105 degree room. And there's not a cab to be found because it's New Year's Eve in Chicago. I'm jet lagged. I'm tired. And yeah, I just so I ended up getting on a bus on uh, the way, you know, on the bus home. I'm like the only person on the bus. It was so depressing. I was like, okay, I'm tired. I feel sick. And I'm on this bus by myself on New Year's Eve. What was I thinking? You know, I was not listening to my body and what I needed. I felt like I needed to do something you know, my, my, the shoulds, you know, oh, it's New Year's Eve. I should go out and celebrate and market in some way. And so I found a way that felt authentic, but I wasn't listening to what I really needed and wanted. And that was to chill out, to, to just go to bed early or just have a low key night in and go to sleep, get my jet lag self back in order. And so don't force yourself to do something just because you should. This is like a fake goal. It, it just leads to you feeling depressed and, you know, not having what you want. Um, so make room for fulfillment. Say farewell to those fake goals because when that happens, you experience so much joy, like the kind of joy that you're like, whoa, I didn't know it could be this good. So an example of when that happened to me, when I actually listened to myself, despite what other people were saying, was um, when I bought my condo. So I had looked at like 150 properties over like a two week, like a really short time window, like less than a month, month's time. And I found the perfect place. And I remember my parents being like, oh, great. You know, you can use this as an investment property and come live with us. And I was like, no, I spent so much time and energy finding this place. And it was so perfect. And I imagined my life in it. And I was like, of course, I want to live in it. So I lived in it. I loved um, loved my space and setting it up and all of that. And 
when I met Michael and we got married, we decided that we wanted to move somewhere warm. And so we decided to move to Hawaii and ended up selling the condo. And people were like, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't sell the condo. The real estate is going up. This is a really booming area. You should hold on to it. And I was like, no way. I didn't want to. I just felt this feeling that, you know, we just wanted to just start fresh and not have another thing to think about. Even though on paper, it didn't look like the best decision, it ended up being the absolute best decision. We wanted to live in Hawaii and, you know, we ended up breaking even and now we live in Hawaii and we love it. It is absolutely amazing for us in terms of what the the people, the kind of people we want to be around, the environment, the activities, getting to go hiking and surfing and being able to just, just be, it really suits us. And it might not make sense on paper, but from a fulfillment perspective, it works. It didn't necessarily make logical sense, but when we're, now that we're here, it makes total logical sense. It also makes emotional, intelligent sense. And it is also very intuitively intelligent decision. So it was very much a real goal and not a fake goal. So you, you might be listening to this and you're like, okay, so how do I even know the difference between a fake goal and a real goal? You know, because there's so much pressure about, what people are telling me to do. You know, everyone is telling me to do something different. I'm starting, it's hard for me to sort through what is really my opinion and what I really want and what I've been told is what I'm supposed to want. And I get it. You know, you don't want to be judged. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to have people think that you're stupid or that you're a failure or that you're not listening to them or you don't value their opinion. So then it's so much easier to stay safe, you know, and just go along and do what you're supposed to do and what you feel like you're supposed to do. But yes, it is easier to play it safe in the short term, but it is an illusion. In the long run, you will be unhappy. I'm not saying you're going to be depressed. And your life is going to be awful. But you're let you're just gonna be like, oh, okay, this is what it is. You're just kind of like in the auto, an autopilot. On the other hand, going for what you really want, the real goals, it takes more. It takes intention. It takes some effort in it. But that effort to listen to yourself and sort through the noise of what really is what lights you up and what you really want that is going to lead you to true fulfillment. That kind of fulfillment that sticks around. Kind of like, um, yeah, like sticky butter on a warm roll. It just, yeah, it just melts in there. It's so delicious. So um, stop the illusion created by playing it safe. You know, no amount of green smoothies, trips to the gym, or money saved is going to make this year your best one yet. If... What you really want is to quit the job that's slowly killing you or to move somewhere warm. So make this year your best one yet. Say farewell to those fake goals and let's make room for fulfillment. So let's talk about how exactly you do this. So I'm going to give you some tangible tips here to 
make room for fulfillment this year. So the first is to remember your truth and act on your truth. So what I mean by this is to go in with the mindset of not listening to anyone else except for yourself. I'm not saying you don't get information or you don't take other people's stuff into consideration, but to ask yourself, how does this feel? If somebody recommend, like if uh, when I read the description about the New Year's event, the Bikram yoga event, if I sat down and thought about it, okay, yes, that sounds good. This sounds like a really cool idea. I'm, I'm single. It would be cool to meet someone who would do an alternative, different thing like that on New Year's. I'm jet lagged. Factually, it all made sense. But if I really checked it with myself, like really, how do I feel about this? Feel about, you know, the fact that I'm tired right now and have to go and get myself to this yoga studio and do... 90 minutes of yoga and then, you know, to be able to make it to midnight, you know, like to really see like, what is my truth? Like, does that really sound good to me? No. If I asked myself those questions, I would definitely have found myself, my butt on the couch, relaxing and not by myself on the bus. So be sure to remember and act on your truth. Ask yourself, what is right for me right now? Secondly, stop doing shit. Yes, you heard me right. I, you know, I don't, I'm not really big into swearing, but shit is something that you need to stop doing. And what do I mean by that? I mean the shoulds, the have tos, the inaction, toleration. So the things that you feel like you should do, the things you feel like you have to do, those are key words in your thinking and the words that you're saying that it's something you need to think twice about. The inaction. So you could be busy doing things, busy setting intentions and putting effort into making stuff happen, but those actions need to be aligned with what you really want. Too often we're busy, but we're not, we're, there's all this inaction happening when it comes to what you really want. And then you end up just tolerating things that don't work for you and just going with the flow when it really isn't serving you. So stop doing shit. That is going to help you make room for fulfillment. So, so far we've talked about the fact that, you know, you need to remember and act on your truth and stop doing shit. Those shoulds, the have tos, the inaction and the toleration to be able to make room for fulfillment. So let's uh, bring this all together with an exercise to help you get clear on how exactly you make room for fulfillment. So I want you to grab a sheet of paper and you're gonna draw four columns. You're gonna make four columns and number each one of those. So the first column you put one, the second column put two, the third column put three, and the fourth column put four. And in the first column, please write three, at least three things that you want most out of life. So at your core, what do you really want personally and emotionally out of life this year or out of life in general? So for me, I wrote down joy, love, and connection. Now in column number two, 
please write down at least three things you want to experience in your lifetime. And feel free to pause this as you're as you're working through this as well. So the three things that I listed were, oh, so it could be something that you want to experience in your lifetime or something that you want to experience this year. So for me, I put down that I want to see my Chicago friends and family. I want to pay off my student loans and I want to host a retreat. So it could be any three things you want to see happen globally, locally, or in any aspect of your life. In column number three, you're going to make a list of at least three things that you believe make you unique. So, you know, what are your gifts? And if you can't come up with a gift, then think about things that people always compliment you on. You know, what people always say about you or that they appreciate about you. And for me, I have listed intuitive wisdom, inner sunshine, and love connecting with people. And in the fourth column, this is where we get into the actions, you're going to list at least three improvements or positive actions that you can take in your life during the next two weeks. So you're going to write each statement starting with the words, I can. So for me, I have, I can block off time in my calendar for my Chicago trip. I can connect with retreat spaces. And I can schedule a virtual play date with my niece and nephews. So once you've got your four columns filled out, we're going to play a little Mad Libs game. And so to do that, first you're going to look at each of your four columns and you're going to circle one in each column that most appeals to you, you know, the best item in each category for you. So in column number one, where we wrote down at least three things that we most want out of life, I circled joy. In the second column of things that I want to experience this year, I circled see my Chicago friends and family. And then in column number three for the gifts, I circled inner sunshine. And then in the fourth column, I circled, I can block off time in my calendar for the Chicago trip, which, and then in that fourth column, you were writing down actions that you could take in the next two weeks. All right, so we're going to put it all together in a little sentence here, an empowering, an empowering statement here. I will, and then you're going to insert whatever you put in for, in column number four, whatever you circled for column number four, using my whatever you circled in column number three to accomplish whatever you circled in column number two and in doing so achieve whatever you circled in column number one. So for my my empowering statement says, I will block off time in my calendar for the trip to Chicago using my inner sunshine to see my Chicago friends and family and in doing so achieve joy. So this statement, this intention is super empowering because it takes into account the three types of intelligence. I've got the logical thing that I'm doing, the blocking time off in my calendar, you know, that's very rational. And then I'm using my logic to help me plan this trip. I'm using my inner sunshine and that's 
who I am, that's my essence, that's my mo- combined combination of my emotional and intuitive intelligence to who I am at my core. And I'm using it to create an experience that I want to have, which is to see my Chicago friends and family. And in doing so, achieve joy. And again, that's the emotional part of it. So it brings in the three types of intelligence. We have a balanced intention. And then I can play with it, you know, as I'm planning my trip, adding, looking for finding the joy in it and recognizing that I'm doing something to achieve joy um, and just being me. So in summary, you know, we talked about three different ways for you to make room for fulfillment. So you can say farewell to those fake goals and make this year your best one yet. And they were number one, to remember and act your truth. So remember what your truth is, what you really want, what's true for you. So asking yourself when you hear something, huh? How, how true is that for me, really? How exciting does that feel? Pay attention to how it feels, not just only how it sounds to your brain. Number two, to stop doing shit. You know, the shoulds, the have-tos, the inaction, toleration, gotta go. And third, your exercise of coming up with empowering statements, empowering intentions for your year. So combining your action steps and seeing how it connects to what you really want. So this year, say farewell to those fake goals and make room for fulfillment. You deserve to wake up every day excited about the person you are becoming as you lead, love, and live on your terms. In the words of Marian Williamson, who I absolutely adore, she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? This is Natasha signing off the Succeed with Soul podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you liked what you heard, come on over to our Facebook community, Succeed with Soul, for daily inspiration to lead, love, and live on your terms. I would love it if you'd pop in there and let me know what you're making room for this year. What fulfilling things have you, do you have going on? Or if you have questions, we've totally got you. Just tag me in the Succeed with Soul Facebook community with your questions. I'd be more than happy to answer them because remember, you always have a choice about how you create your success. And I'm here to help you succeed with soul. And if you're a visual person and you want some visual inspiration to to succeed with soul, then check me out on Instagram. Come say hi. Post your pictures with the hashtag succeed with soul so I can be inspired with how you're making room for fulfillment this year and we can cheer each other on. So until next time, succeed with soul. Lead, love, and live on your terms. Aloha! Welcome to Succeed with Soul. I'm Natasha Lindor, your guide to gathering the courage to be who you really are. Get ready to lead, love, and live on your terms. <laughs>